showdown in Genoa City. It's Abbott versus Newman. Again. With a quick Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Good, hey, evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome I'm to Take David. Two Radio Soaps. Take Two Radio Soaps in Review, and with me, we have our special cast with us. I want to give a special shout-out, one, to this show who has been on the air for seven years as of November 10th of this month. Mm-hmm. That deserves a big round of applause out there, guys. Yeah, thanks to Pam and Dawn for starting it. And I want to give a special shout-out to you guys. First, I want to miss the queen of the group who is missing because she's um, with company. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Carolyn from, I think the date was September 24th. 19, no, 2015, she has been with us. So four years for Miss Carolyn celebrating an anniversary. Miss Candace, Miss Candace, <laughs> this week, I think this even this day, marks yep. your second year with us. Yeah, it's today. Candy it is today. Hey. Yes, it is. And Sir Anthony, yours is coming up on the first week in December for two yep. years. Nice. Yay! Well. Yep. Our, our terrible twos. Let's do it. Terrible twos. <laughs> and you remember when you came on? Yeah, I remember when we came on. I remember. When you came on, we had that movies. book giveaway. Yep, and I won both of them. Yeah, that was that was Anthony's first day. Really? When we yeah yeah, and we we had a slightly different show then. Um, yeah, but it was an instant connection of personalities between you know the three of us that are here tonight. Of course, Pam. Of course, Carolyn. Um, mm-hmm. and it's definitely been a adventure in the best Mm -hmm. of all ways possible. We like to, you know, we like to consider ourselves the most socially responsible of the blogs of the um, podcasts out there. And to this day, we've kept that message going and we've gotten some really amazing feedback from the guests that have come on from some of the storylines that we just know have been if not a full on affected tweaked by things that we've discussed here. And um, quite honestly, I'm, I'm so very 
proud to come here twice a month and during our what we call our vacation season when we've got uh, guests coming at us left and right, sometimes four, five, and even six times in a month. So, uh-huh. Yeah. And, and with me, everybody knows I love talking about soaps, in case you haven't figured that you out yet. You do. Um, this platform has given me the opportunity <clears throat> to interview people that I never thought I would interview. Um, you know, I still remember my first interview. It was with Austin Peck. Hi, Austin. Um, and that was fun. But, you know, like you said, Anthony, you know, this this podcast, I mean, there's many podcasts out there that talk about soap. Um, and each one of them is unique in their own unique way. This podcast is such a hoot. Like you said, twice a month, sometimes maybe more, depending on when it goes. But it's always fun to come and talk to you guys and, and share our opinions. And we don't all have the same opinions and that's fine you know but we all yeah. we all can agree on one thing we respect this genre and we want this genre to survive yeah. both online and network so i just want to give a shout out to you guys for allowing me to come on and have a big mouth there you go <laughs> well before we before we dive into some of the big topics we want to talk about this evening let's first congratulate miss candace for some amazing things that you've done over the last couple of months. Let's remind our listeners about your red carpet experience. Jump back oh a God. little further about your, um, shall we call it, guest starring role. Um, and, of oh course, God. there is the spanking that never happened. <laughs> no, it did not. It it did not. So, um, everybody, you know, I, I, you know, in all honesty, like I wish, the, I really wish there was a time machine, because I would go back and talk to the seven-year-old and the eight, the let me see, how was it then? Seventeen-year-old who, you know, the the six-year-old, you know, well, the seven-year-old had the remember the Fisher Price um, microphone? You guys remember that that had the light, like it would make applause yes. and stuff like that. And yeah, I had that tiny little wire. Uh huh. And I'm I'm not afraid to admit it, but I used to pretend that I was on the red carpet. I used to pretend of you know at the Emmys, I would always get dressed up in my like Easter outfit and pretend to be like with Barbie and them, and pretend to give out the awards and then stop the speech. And then the 17 year old, you know, left her junior prom early to find out if Susan Lucci wanted her Emmy or not. That's dedication, you guys. That is dedication to leave your prom because I didn't really want to go to the after prom party to find out. This year, you know, um, I'm gonna cry because this is this is this is like one of those moments where dreams do come true. Um, some of you guys know that I do, you know, you know another podcast. I think I can say that you guys know. Y'all know my big mouth, and yeah. you know was nominated and. Um, you know, it was the first time being nominated, you know, I, I don't know what to expect. I didn't know, you know, we went to, it was the Capital City Web Awards um, created by Anthony Anderson from Anacostia. You guys check that out on Amazon. Um, and we was nominated. And I can't put into words the experience because it did seem out of body. I can tell you one thing, though. I, I seriously say this all the time. For those who go to the daytime Emmys and stuff, 
I now feel your pain because you have to go on a diet, even though I didn't really go on a diet, to fit into the outfit, which, you know, I had to spend, like, seriously up until the last week, figure out what I wear. You know, it was just like this show. It's one of those, is this really happening? Is this really happening? Is this is this my life right now? So that that was the experience, and you can and the best part is you can still see it on YouTube. So I know I'm not crazy, and I have yet to look well, at it on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if it meets that experience, Miss Candy, or if it was having a beautiful guest moment of your own, or if it was this show. Or as I as I like to suspect, it's your just general personality. You um also got a really amazing opportunity to pay forward this year to yeah, a fan out there. I did. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah, I I mean, like I said, you know, one of the things about this daytime genre, this community, you know, we all have grown up watching these shows, and we take yeah. away some less lessons from it, you know. Um. My thing is, is that, and and the thing is, is that look, we're not all born rich. <laughs> if we were, trust and believe, if well, it probably would be crazy too. We'd all go to but, Memphis um, for GH. If we were. <laughs> right, but no, I mean the thing is, is that like I said, we all want to do our part to make this world a better place. And sometimes, if you've gone and you've had experiences. So many times, it's sometimes nice to to give that another person who may not be blessed as you that opportunity, and that's what I did, and I still hear about it, and I actually have a post a picture later. I'm going to post it because my friend finally sent it to me of her Steve Burton cutout. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Well, I'm sure the listeners are chomping at the bit for what we could call our A storyline. But uh, I think, like any good soap, we should put that uh, right before the commercials and maybe start out with a little bit of the soap with the drama that's been going on in the last couple of days, the last couple of weeks, really. But uh, don't worry, listeners. We're going to get the days of our lives. We will be Yes. Getting to oh, Salem this evening. We, yeah. we, uh, we tackled that on the last show pretty good. But there's, no, I, but I there's heard, been more. I heard, but there's, there's been more. There's a more. whole lot more. But uh, more than what Freddie came and out with? It's, it's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's more with that, um, the digital series, uh, yeah. uh, ratings. And, oh, wait a minute, GH fans, hold up, wait, look, look, you want to know how this show has changed? I mean, I've always said, you know, GH, you know, me and GH, we had our stuff, you know, GH has some news of their own that shocked everybody. People passed out mm-hmm. when they heard it. It was like, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't heard oh, yeah. yet, oh. so. Okay, we'll get, we'll get to that, but yeah, we should get, we should get to as the soap Twitter turns. Sure should. <laughs> I guess so. Do Anthony, you want to start or you want me to start it off? Okay, where what soap you want to begin? With? You know what? Let's let David go. David, what is oh. um, what is the biggest soap Twitter 
uh, grievance you have at the moment. Let's call it, like, let's be as polite as we can in this, well, in, in, in this positive well, podcast. Well, I, I got, I have to be honest with you, I'm not really following it too much. The last one was mm-hmm. about all that day's commotion about everyone thought they were getting canceled. But yeah, I think so. I, I got on I got on to uh Candace's periscope I think was yesterday and mm-hmm. there is something about women of color in daytime being represented properly. That well that ding, is ding, like, ding 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 Yep. Mhm. Okay. I'm so glad you said that, and, David and Candace. I know and you from are learning about. I checked this for myself, and because someone posted it, and Chloe did take her Twitter off. Yeah. She's no longer on Twitter. Oh. I'm gonna try. I saw to that. I had to believe. Yeah, oh, I, didn't I'm gonna, really I'm gonna... follow, I didn't follow it all, but I know uh, <sighs> where I know that was that was a bone of contention, but I didn't realize it was getting so heated. I'm gonna oh. do what I always do in this moment, and I am going to remind and plea and uh, recriminate all in the same sentence. This. And all situations is happening over a set of cyberspace. It is not reality. And even though it is not reality, the people that are behind these screen names have families, have children, have mothers, spouses, brothers, sisters. And so you don't have to like what someone may be working with, working for, working towards. You don't have to like their general persona, but you don't have the right, morally speaking, to take that feeling and turn it into a bullying, harsh word, war of words that cannot be taken back and that will always be out there. And that not only affects the person you're directing it towards, but everyone else but in their life. Yep. That's absolutely. what I want to say about I, about this situation because people have gotten ugly, nasty, and disgusting. And we have four shows left on the air. And as we all just experienced a jolt of absolute panic and fear, that one of them may have been sent to the soap graveyard, we have a responsibility to try to lift, to try to help, to try to push forward. Candace, take it away, girl. Okay. All right. So, again, this is one of those things where I, you know, I always preach about soap Twitter, you know, how fans, you know, need to do this and everything. But I have to kind of say, and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, I think, that it goes both ways. Um, I'm pretty sure that everybody saw what Camilla wrote. 
Um, and the reality is, is that it is true. Um, it's one of those topics that, you know, some people may feel uncomfortable talking about, but it is 2019. And this shouldn't even be, I mean, it's still a topic. I mean, there's no way around it. What I will say is, is that, you know, she was asking a question. She wanted clarification to find out yeah. if this was true or not. And in the tipsy, you know, people were saying, yeah, this would, you know, for supporting, there's been, you know, women of color being represented, you know, Vanessa Marcel, Debbie Morgan. But nobody's really, you know, and it's kind of crazy when you think about it for a lead actress. And then it made people think back to a lot of people who should have been. And it's mm-hmm. always, look, some of these some of these award shows, let's be real for a second, is a popularity concept. And, and it does feel that way. Instead of what the awards are supposed to, it's supposed to honor the talent of these men and women who give us everything during daytime, nighttime, Broadway movies. We all know the deal. Oh, okay. Let's be, let's, there let's a, be real for a second. You know, uh-huh. Debbie Morgan got it. Should have been lead in a supporting character, right? she right. could have and should have walked away with it at least twice in her career as a leading actress. Oh, yeah. There are certain CBS actresses that were just completely snubbed and never even nominated for stellar, phenomenal I, I mean, can, can I name, can I name one? There was actually, you know, when everybody was, like, you know, on Twitter posting, you know, some names and stuff, I did see the one name that I definitely agreed with, and I think everybody knows that from Bold and Beautiful Call of Mosley. I, you know, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Go back further, Gone Light, Amelia Marshall. Y'all may know it's Jilly Grant. Yes, Jilly Grant. Tamara Tooney, who played Jessica on As Well Turns. I mean, we can go, and of course, Victoria Raul. There is people God, on ABC, mm-hmm. like, it's like to the point that, you know, some people was like, well, it's going all cross boards. I said, no, 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 sweetie. I said, you have representation from lead actor supporting for the guys. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. A. Martinez was a lead actor in 1990. Okay? Yep. He won that. He was the first ever to do so, you know, whatnot. There's been other people down the line, obviously, Mark. You know, Monty Sharp and, you know, David Lager and stuff like that. You can name representation of ethnic backgrounds for the lead, for, for supporting and lead actor. But when it comes down to the women, to the women, it does, yeah, it does feel different and awkward. Again, we're in 2019 and look where we're still, to, I mean, this has been an ongoing thing. And that's why I said I commend Camilla Bannis for bringing it to attention, but other people have also brought it to attention before her. It's just what started it was she was inquiring if that was true or not. And then somehow, some way, you know, when you hit retweet comment and you can put your comment on there, and this is what I'm going to say, and it goes to two people. I'm not going to say no. Well, obviously, we already mentioned one person, but the other person. Read the, com- read the, the original tweet first, and then 
figure out what they're talking about before you put a spin on it. Because sadly, mm-hmm. now that you said what you said, you know, that you that you were part of the judging, now that makes people inquire, okay, what's the real story now? Like, since you put it out there, you can't take it back. Yes, you can delete, but guess what? It's so funny about technology. People can snap mm-hmm. the, the comments and can carry that, that on. That comment will always live in infamy on, on, on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, Snapchat. I don't know what else. Periscope, I don't know. You have to be careful. And not only that, but now some of your fans, and see, that's the thing. When you say something, Some of your fans it opens, it opens are a can of worms. Of color. And Some not only that, fans. but are kind of disgusted right now. Uh-huh. Because the thing is, and even, even I'm going to even say it, it's for all women because, you know, <laughs> look, I was, I was stunned to see what she had wrote. And then I was like, okay, let me see how this led up to this. Because, again, like I said, it could have been, you know, somebody had tweeted, and, you know, it could have been misleading. It could have been. But then I thought about it. I said, no, you should read the original tweet before yeah. you make that comment. Because now that you said that you were part of the judging, that gives us more of an insight. So you know what's going on. So now we want to mm-hmm. know the real truth. Like, now it makes you wonder, like, okay, how come Carla, you know, those two years, how come she wasn't nominated? You know, I will never forget that because I was like, wait a minute, how come Carla is it? Then you guys think about, you know, all of those beforehand right. who is like, okay, were they even up for pre-nomination and nobody submitted, you know, nobody voted for them to go through? It now makes yeah. you really question the judging system now. I... <sighs> And you took a cowardly well, move. I'm being honest yeah. now. You don't yeah. face face. My thing is, look, like you said, Anthony, we can all hide behind our keyboards. We can hide behind yep. our keyboards because we don't have to. But here's the here's the difference between us versus her. She has she has friends and family who saw that tweet, and it's like, really? Did you put it out there? She has to go to another job. She has to go back to maybe to general hospital. You don't think nobody's going to ask her about that tweet? You don't think people are now going to investigate or, or, you know, when the pre-nomination list comes out in next month, I mean, not next month, but in January, and then when the final nominations come out, you don't think people are going to question, hmm, like is like let's just be real for a second. If Camilla goes through, right? Now we all right. know she cause that's talent. We know Camilla is talented as I don't know what. But now it's gonna be that question of, oh, did y'all vote for her because of the controversy? Or yep. did you do it because of base of her and the quality talent? of her work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What the what quality I'm of her work to what I'd like to invite our listeners, um, our listeners to participate in 
as a, a you know as a as a cap to this portion of the conversation. I, I don't do much political posting, and you guys know as far as my soul posting is concerned, I only post verifiable facts and opinions that can be that can be verified through action space, so on and so forth. At this point, you know, going after the original tweet or any of the subsequent reply tweets is serves no purpose. Let's spin this back to hashtag daytime Emmys where it belongs. But in doing so, not, let's ask not if the, the person question. Itself. No, but not even the, the not even the person, the situation, so on and so forth. Let's ask the original question in a positive and respectful manner. The ceiling mm-hmm. for salaries, the ceiling for people of color, the ceiling for so many things has been questioned, knocked on, but it hasn't been broken. I will give these of our lives so much credit for breaking the barriers in so many different ways, including interracial storylines, including suicidal storylines, including taking their gay characters from stereotypical and almost, you know, just barely peeking out of the closet to, hey, I'm going to do a cha-cha dance across the screen, and I'm going to blackmail the town's hottest baddie into my bed. Um, but I'm digressing. What I'm, what I'm suggesting and asking going forward is let's turn this into asking the daytime Emmys to seriously reevaluate their opinion, standpoint, stance, and system, not only on this one specific issue, but on all the inequities that, that have persisted year after year after year after year. Sorry. I just want somebody to explain to me. I I, I need the new president of the National Arts and Science of of the Academy to really break down because it's like to me, I mean, look, I watch the Emmys. Y'all know that's like, that's Christmas for me. It's the daytime Emmys. I'm like, "Ah, I'm so excited and stuff like that. And yeah, there is times where and this is, please don't take this, like, you know, it is the same old people every single year. And, and hey, that's fine because they can bring it, you know, there are some people who, they, they can do it year after year. But then there's, like, like I said, you know, the year that I thought that Carla was going to be nominated, mm-hmm. and when she wasn't, it was like, well... You but know, you know, honestly, this this idea has been floated, and I I don't want to claim credit for it, but I had I had floated this idea about three years ago when we weren't even sure we were going to have a daytime Emmy period, um, uh-huh. let alone you know bringing it to to um uh, a digital a digital casting right. so on and so forth, you know the daytime Emmys can go back and reverse some of the damage. There's only four of the dramatic categories, you know, and then we have a couple of little digital categories, which is wonderful. But they can take some time to highlight outstanding soap opera moments in 
Carla Mosley, Tamara Tooney, um, you know, Judith Light, of course, you'd want to highlight that performance. Um, My God, there's millions of them. But actually, instead of doing a montage of, oh, look at this, you know, and then it was Luke and Laura's wedding, and then then it was Susan Lucci, then it was Tina coming down the falls, and so on and so forth, bring, bring some of our beloved moments and the people that created those moments to the stage. And make sure that your diversity range in doing so speaks to everyone. I, oh, that's well put. Yeah. I just I just feel as though like now because like like I said, it's this isn't the first time that this has been brought up. And it's just to me with the daytime Emmys look, the daytime Emmys will never be the same again. I mean it it won't be because it does feel like I mean, and I was joking about this too. You know, I had said, you know, after a certain point, I'm gonna say probably early early two thousands, probably before two thousand and ten ish, the daytime Emmys was still on that path of honoring the talent and being Diverse. I mean, there was times that, you know, people thought this person should have won and it went this to this person. But I joke because, first and foremost, I was trying to make sense, of, you know, trying to get some kind of light, lighthearted laughter out of it. And I've always said the daytime Emmys have been a popularity contest. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, GH, look, GH still holds the record for, for most wins for for best drama series. I mean, you know, and then you think about Erica Slade's egg and Tony Gary and, and such like that. And it's just, you know, it's one of those reality moments that, like some people said, it's been around. Oh, this has been going on since the 70s when Al Freeman yeah. Jr. won. Okay. So this isn't something new. And the thing is, it's not only in daytime set, it's also in motion pictures. You know, Michelle Williams spoke stage. about it during the Oscars. Um, stage, music. It's one of those topics that, yeah, people like Camilla should have said something, and I'm probably, I'm, I'm not said on purpose, so I am proud of her for saying it. This is where we're at. Just like, a few know, years ago, Gina Rodriguez highlighted it when she was, you know, on stage for Jane the Virgin. And she did it in a very classy way, and it sparked, you know, it sparked a lot of conversation. And, you know, this is a moment where the conversation can be taken, can be taken in a positive and strong step forward, you know, if done, if done with, with good intentions and done the right way. But I think we can probably banter back and forth about this for the rest of the yeah. show. And I would like to invite our listeners, one, to, of course, you know, start hashtagging Daytime Emmys and ask the questions. But also, you know, please hit us up on our personal and our show pages with uh, what you think about about this topic and, you know, maybe what you'd like us to discuss two weeks from now. Um, mm-hmm. Candace, you tease. Yes. 
And I know David doesn't know, and I know he's eagerly awaiting, and I'm pretty sure I know exactly what you're talking about. So our listeners must be right eagerly awaiting. Yeah. Why don't you uh, why don't you take us through what I know you're about to take us through, General Hospital? <laughs> okay. So first and foremost, I got to give GH some cred because everybody who knows me says I always come down hard on GH, and I really don't. I just know that the show can be so, so good. I, I just know it. So, you know, say what you want. It must be some kind of new mojo, which it is, because Dan O'Connor's on there. But in the last couple of weeks, they brought back certain characters that fans have been saying. I mean, without spoiling it, it's like been like casting Thursday surprises. So we got mm-hmm. Cassidy back. We got Brooklyn back, right? There was a rumor yeah. that this person was coming back. And Lord knows, everybody was like, no, no, this person ain't coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, as of last Thursday at exactly 2.35 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time, Entertainment Weekly announced that the one, the only, Jane Elliott is coming home. She's back. She already, she was filming, a.k.a. Tracy Corbin is home. Well, well, I was trying to set it up. And, And... I, I mean, it's it's Tracy. It's Tracy. GH is rebuilding the quarter mains, and they're doing with the Cassadons. This, you know what, GH, hats off. They're turning the corner. All right. Like, you're doing it right. Right there. Let's take this moment. Please, everyone, join me. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I would like to ask. Our listeners, let's let Miss Jane Elliott have her moment of glory. This does not hearken a secret return of Anthony Geary as much as I would not only wet myself, I think I might actually have a backdoor accident if the two of them walked in together. I really would, and it would be probably, you know, really disgusting and smelly. But I digress. Um, it's this is not the secret surprise of the millennium. Let's let Jane have her moment of glory because this is one of the biggest returns in soul history. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she was retired. I'm and just, she's doing just, it just as much yeah. for the love of her character, for the, the love of the show, but she's doing it for you guys. Yep, she's doing it for yep. us. All right. That I that I knew. I knew about Jane, but I thought, is there something else that you're not that I'm missing? Um, I I don't think that this is even 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 close to dramatically close to that that news. But everybody knows that Rebecca Buddick is yet again leaving the canvas. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, I knew that part. Yep. You knew that Tamara Tamar Braun is gone. Tamara Braun the is rumors gone. are not uh-huh. true. Kathleen Gaddy will continue to be playing, will be continuing to play Dr. Obrecht. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. I would hope not. Well, so y'all can stop, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Twitter and Facebook world 
loves to periodically kill um, our beloved Betty White, uh, you know, what? Wait a minute, Eminem. What? Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, every, am I, every am I trying to couple, do that again? No. Yeah, no. every couple Betty months, White they, they're all from Betty. Betty, Betty, Betty is in a, a bubble with Bob Barker, Morgan Freeman, and them. Y'all stop that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, periodically they – they like to uh, send out these fake soap. Um, uh, what do they call them? Casting, you know, casting. Yeah. Shocker. Oh. Um, but Kathleen Daddy is not going anywhere. Um, she actually returned my direct message yesterday. Uh, oh. and she left it off. Um, she's very happy playing Liesel. And uh, as much as they will use her and her availability, she is glad to be able to go and do other projects. As, as are we, you know, hashtag uh, Mermaid for Christmas, hashtag Mermaid for Christmas, hashtag Mermaid for Christmas. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of, real quick, I just, I just want to put this out there. This is a little uh, plug. As we all know, uh, last week we uh, interviewed uh, Michael Caruso and Kyle Lauder. And um, you guys remember, I don't know if you guys heard it or not, I must predict, I must be psychic, because I, I thought it was available for prom members. And if, even if you weren't a prom member, you could still watch it. And, you know, they, you know, what was that? Well, yeah. you, can, can, you can do it now. If you're a prom member, you can watch the movie. And if you're not a prom member, you can get the, get the movie for 30 days, like get a 30-day free trial. So I thought I, I'm psychic. How did I know that was going to happen? I don't know. I'm psychic. But yeah, check know. out a mermaid for Christmas. I'm psychic and leave a review. There might be a sequel, maybe. If we leave enough reviews. Well, I have an interesting bit, I, and I, of course, am drawing out getting to the day's conversation. Um, to keep <laughs> you guys chomping at the bit. I have a piece of Bold and the Beautiful um, news that I think will please the fans. A couple of weeks ago on this show, we lamented at the fact that. Vincent Irizarry was not going to be used any further. Um, I was heated. Right. Dr. Jordan, um, blah, 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 blah. And he, you know, with the blink of an eye. um, And we were saddened by the fact that the Cad the Cad, the incomparable, the wonderful. Daytime Emmy Award winner. Daytime Emmy Award winner over at General Hospital was gone in the blink of an eye. That it was it was some tease stunt casting that was leaving us <clears throat> panting. And I gotta say, the the accent that he affected had me riveted. I was it was it was half voice with this <laughs> smarmy sneezing. I, I I was riveted. I loved the interplay with him and Nell. I love I loved the interplay with him and Scotty. I, I wanted more. Well, guess what? We get more. You got and it. Bold and the Beautiful. The Bold and the Beautiful has listened to their fan base. And Thank we you, will America. be seeing some more of Vincent Arizari. Round Thank of you, applause. Excellent. Thank you, America. Thank you, soap fans, <laughs> for being vocal, for getting out there in a positive manner in these two instances and helping us keep people and characters that were barely scratched, the surface was barely scratched, 
giving a little bit more life and seeing where where we can possibly highlight and bring them further and further into the fold. Yeah. This, Anthony, can this, I tell you something? Two, absolutely. Real quick. Sorry for cutting you off, but um, I just want to thank uh, my mail uh, carrier because um, all of those uh, uh, letters to CBS were um, my uh, pictures of what Brooke and the doctor would look like and what uh, Katie and the doctor would look like really worked. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And and, And again, you know, we don't want to be preachy. Um, but with the, everything that's gone on in the last couple of weeks, these are two very, very positive, uh, um, positive examples of how when we approach the soap world the right way, we do have the power and enough, yep. enough influence to garner things that we'd like to see happen, i.e., the mm-hmm. sorry. Coming back to the bold and beautiful in, Yo, I'm you know, in a much stronger capacity. Oh my gosh, I might get him and Brooke and him and Kate. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cry. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, David. Okay, Candace, before we go to the to the main topic, does anybody else have anything um, interesting they'd like to discuss? <laughs> um, yeah. No. You do? I I do. It goes okay. back to soap Twitter. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say this. Well, it actually ties into today's. So I guess that's gonna be a bridge to go. You know, as we all know, um, days has been very popular uh, in the news lately. Mm-hmm. Starting out with you know something that I, I don't think. And here's the thing. I don't think a lot of people knew. I think that's what the shock was. And some people did know that they were going to go originally on a four-month hiatus. Um, yeah. I think some we knew people, about the hiatus. Well, well, I'm saying so a we, lot of people, some people didn't. Some people didn't know about the four-month hiatus, and some people did. That's, a, you know, that's, that's the way social media works. And yeah. the thing is yeah. that there, there are a lot of fans out there that don't, that do not understand the production end, uh, you know, uh, of the business and how these mm-hmm. have been revolutionary in some ways. And in some ways they may have over, overshot and overbit things, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's, it's not, it's not the soap fan job to know when they're taping and when it's going to air and so on and so forth. So, you right. know, when things like that come to light, it is a shock and it is the it perfect was. example yeah. For lesser known uh, soap entities out there, <clears throat> you know, so <clears throat> I won't mention any, you know, any, yeah. any by name, but um, to capitalize on the fears and disgruntled feelings of soap fans to uh, get themselves some quote unquote screen time. Um, oh, I can't, you know, I can't say off. the website name. I dragged them on Twitter. So here's the deal. When it came out that Tuesday, it was that Money Tuesday, it was TVLine.com, yeah. okay? I want to put this out there. And the way they headed it, that made people fear, you know, like, wait a minute, what the heck is going yeah. on? For soap fans, this was like a flashback to when ABC canceled at, you know, those rumors about all my children in one life to live. 
CBS fans, you know the score with Gone Lightning as well terms yep. and, of course, you know, Another World. So some people didn't understand that. They was like, wait, how can you let the whole cast and crew go? And from a business standpoint, and I said this, it would make sense. If you're not going to work for four months, why am I going to pay you when we need to save money? And that's how I said it. And I said, wait a minute. Some, I said, don't, 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 don't get overworked. And, of course, you have other outlets, right. you know, TMZ, People, MSNBC, the local news here in Baltimore even picked it up. I was like, whoa. And then, you know, thank God. Last week, you know, before they finished the day, Ken Corday had announced that the show has been renewed. Which, it, it's side of relief because NBC usually don't announce um, mm-hmm. the renewals until like February, between February and April. So, but they were doing a little bit early renewals and stuff. And, you know, people were happy, you know. It was like, okay, side of relief. But Candace, Here's I'm going to just interject oh. for one second. Okay. You know, yeah. they could have, they couldn't, everybody wants to, wants to jump on the bandwagon that they could have announced it the day after so on and so forth. No right. soap worlds, they could not. Because the ink was no. not dry on the production deal. They, right. They, there's a certain entity that will no longer be involved in days, with Days of Our Lives. And the production deal for the remaining company had not been signed. So, no, they could not legally have announced it. And had people jumped the gun, it would have put the deal that was on the table in jeopardy. Exactly. And just to backtrack, too, is that, you know, there is still a lawsuit happening. Right now, both parties are trying to work something out. The thing is, is that we also don't know what the terms of this renewal is. That's between Corday Productions and NBC, because as of today, yeah, today, they finished August of 2020. I know, that's ridiculous, I know. And, you know, yep. people were fearing about all that. Or tomorrow it right. ends. Tomorrow there. Uh, is it tomorrow? I thought it was today. Tomorrow. Ready? No, Wednesday. 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 Uh, to- yeah, Freddy, yeah. Okay. Wednesday so before here- Thanksgiving. So here's another, re- and I said this is a reality check, is that, you know, this con- that there there's going to be re- rene- renegotiating contracts now. Right? And right. I yep. say this to not put any fear, but the reality is, is that, like Freddie Smith said, they knew since the summer. They knew so since the summer. So people, pe- people have bills to pay. Um, Hopefully everybody got the same account. But some people probably took yep. on other projects because they didn't know what was going to happen. Here's what I'm going to say as a fan. I hope everybody gets a bonus. You see what I'm saying? Nice. But I yep. also understand... You know, <laughs> money's tight. Money is tight in this, is. in this genre. This isn't like the 80s. So hopefully nobody gets screwed. Hopefully they value each and every cast member just like we do. Listen, Dave is you know, doing things. NBC has been in trouble on and off for the last 15 years. Um, yeah, there are certain actors and actresses 
who have storied out there, who have mm-hmm. taken pay cuts. I'm, I'm going to yeah. use one very yeah, big, big, have. famous example, you know, and I'm going to go into nighttime because I, I don't want to highlight one person over another in the, in the, in the daytime world. So I'm going to go into the nighttime right. world. Mariska Hargitay, the leading yep. lady of leading ladies, the longest running leading character, female leading character in a nighttime television series, period, not only didn't take a raise quite a few years in a row, but took a pay cut to keep her show in budget where NBC would renew it again, again, and again. That woman makes less now than she made in 2008-9. And the show is phenomenal, and it has been renewed yet again. Yep, that it's was the first show that ever renewed. Already. Yep, it's two renewed seasons. already. The two seasons running nighttime dramatic series has now been renewed yet again. Yo, Grey's Anatomy, keep your eye, keep your eye, because y'all can keep it running too. But um, I no. digress. No, no, Mm-mm. no. It's time for Grey's to go. Sorry, thinking as a fan. Sorry, right. I love you guys. Yeah, you know. Um, unless y'all, unless they do the crossover with GH. In if certain, yeah, if certain characters, I'll call them actors, actresses, feel that they cannot take pay cuts, then we will wish them the best in their future endeavors, and hopefully that they will just start to grace our screen in limited appearances here and there, and so on and so forth. But I have a feeling, and I'm sure you have the same feeling, Candace, that mm-hmm. ain't nobody really going anywhere in this group, in the group that we currently have in Salem right now. Ain't nobody going anywhere. I mean, I mean, okay. <clears throat> I want to believe that. You know, in my heart, I really want to believe that. And there's about 20 people that I can rough ashore, and I'm like, yup, ain't going nowhere. But Half of me thinks that some may not, and I want to be wrong, but the talent that this cast has, is awesome. you don't think other people, this is where, this is why I kept saying what Ken Corday was doing, what NBC, Sony, and all of them was doing, mostly Corday Productions, was risky was a risky move. Hell. Absolutely. It was risky. You it's already take half of the, you already take August of 2020. Without even knowing if you're going to be renewed or not, you don't know if Sony and and everything is going to be kumbaya, thank you Lord. And then you pull this move, and mm-hmm. this is one of those times where, as a soap fan, you know, I'm like, please, dear soap Jesus, just really make though, sure honestly, that he, the yep. move. Think about it. The move really paid off, and if we lose a Chandler Massey or a Camilla Bannis. Or, um, God forget me, but even a, of course, you know, even a DJ Paul, the the sentence that you just said is is what ensures that we're still going to tune in. The the cast is that talented that even if we lose 
God forbid I'm knocking on, I'm knocking. Y'all hear the knock? Don't say it. You know, a Miss D, even if we lose a Miss D to Hall, the show will go on. The show will go on. And right now, you know, I will definitely do another round of applause to, to the Days fans out there who kept the conversation and showed point blank how much we want, need, and, and demand our show. We demand our oh, show. It is not time, right. you know, it is not time to time jump yeah. into the grave. Well, let me just <laughs> no, put this isn't. out there. This is one of those times <laughs> when, you know, people were talking about Days of Our Lives and stuff like that. This is why I say this, out of all the genres out there, the sports genre, the film genre, the music genre, this is why I constantly say that the daytime genre, especially the soap genre, is the best group of fans. We may not all agree on everything, but the one thing we agree on is that if one soap goes, that's going to be the end of a dynasty. Days are alive. Since 2008 has always been the soap that always was put up for cancellation. There was cancellation rumors here and there. In 2009, and Anthony, you might remember this, when that then president of NBC was at the upfront, and uh-huh. somebody asked him about Days of Our Lives, and his direct quote was, I don't see Days of Our Lives lasting past 2010. Well, yep. you're out of a job. This show is still on. So I'm just going to put it like that. The thing is, is that one of the things when it was renewed, and I, I retweeted it as much as I could, you saw people from other shows. Congratulating. C- congratulating uh-huh. them. You saw the biggest one was Young and the Rockless official Twitter account. And I'm not saying this because, you know, I like, you know, but that show respect. That show, everybody respects this genre, whether you think they yeah. don't or not. There may have been two people, but, yeah. But everybody, I mean, you yeah. had people who aren't even soaps anymore. You had Jessica Collins. You had Robin Faster. You had, you know, all these people. And then you had, then you had like Nancy Lee and Laura Wright and, 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 and John McCook. And, and I'm just like, I was literally tearing up. I might have had something in my eye. But that shows you, that shows you the respect. That di- that the actors, actresses, the camera crew, the writers have for each other. Isn't that a beautiful yeah. thing? And not only that, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this. Now that it's been renewed, and now that it actually won the ratings, and all that stuff, NBC, you got a big job to do. Promote the damn show. Absolutely. Promote it like it's law and order. Absolutely. January, January is the new is the new streaming service. Peacock, Peacock, NBC. You got all these shows, Friends, The Office, and stuff. You better have Days of Our Lives up in that joint. Yeah. Well, let's 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 tackle one supposed rumor and then list the facts of of what's going on with Days before we jump into or move into Day-day. actually recapping. <laughs> recapping. <laughs> um, as some of you and most of you at this point know, they're launching their second digital series. Um, it is a blast flash to the past. Um, mm-hmm. If Chad and Abby in Paris is anything to gauge by, and it sure is, 
this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Part of the production deal is there are on the table right now two more digital series that will, not might be, that will be produced through the Mm -hmm. 2021 season. So all in all, there are four that we'll have. Chad Nabby, this new one, and two more. And if all goes as we like it to go, they will actually release the last of them as a streaming web series of its own. An actual Mm -hmm. spin-off two days of our lives. So I plead, and I will be pleading quite a while on this every couple of shows, I plead with you, if you're a soap fan, period, especially if you're a day fan, but if you're a soap fan and you care about the outlets to save and continue to keep our shows going, this is the best and most innovative approach in, in years, if not ever. Check it out even if you are not a fan of Days of Our Lives. Give the support, give the numbers, give the feedback, so on and so forth, and let the powers that be know that this is what we want to see happen. We are excited by this, and let's, you know, General Hospital, yeah, 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 young and, and, and definitely not so restless right now, um, mm. bold and absolutely bold. fabulously beautiful. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. So that rumor is, that's the fact of that rumor. Um, it is absolutely renewed. Who and when resigns, we will let you know in upcoming podcasts. Yep. They go back in January instead of April now. Yep. That's another bonus. They thought they were going to have, hey, I I know someone was like this. We had a we had a cruise plan, but nope, y'all, the only time they're missing is December, if you think about it. They're going to miss December, yep. and they're coming back like mid-January instead of April. That's beautiful. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's good. We have to get going on the soaps there, guys. Okay. All right. This is well, since we're in Salem. You have an hour. Since we're in Salem, we might as well stay there. Um, yes. The time jump has definitely sparked in- a whole host of interesting storylines. Dum 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 dum. How did Will kill uh-huh. Adrian? Dum 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 dum. Uh, 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 how, how Justin Kayla, what? Justin Kayla, what, what? Ned and Catherine. Justin and Kayla, what? Ned and that's Catherine. What, that's what? what Jennifer said. <laughs> what? I love that. Um, nuns? Nuns on the run? That has, to, on be, the run. That has to be the most creative of the twists so far. I, like, just one thing, Ron, it's six months, so we, we can't get it even if we wanted to, but why did you bring Susan? Why did you give us some Susan? I, I mean, you know, that woman loves to work. She don't mind playing three, four, five non-characters. Why did you bring Susan? Sorry, that was just my own personal <laughs> rant, but... But Nuns on the Run, I help, my God, kudos credit. Um, not really feeling the Ben behind bar storyline. It just is not emotionally resonating. Uh-uh. Um, 
Oh, you it is you girl. No, I agree. And I know some some look. I know some fans are out there who like Sinister, and y'all know where I stand at. But I agree. This is sort of. I I do feel as though okay. It's the same. It's just it's just now Sierra has more of a of a she has something going on besides helping Ben out. Yeah, she's, she's working got, at Titan, I, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. Yes. Okay. I, I I'm I'm on the tip of my fanny about the new Manny. Um. Yes, I did. Oh, I did wait an hour. I just waited an hour to say. I'm sitting on the edge of my fanny about the new nanny. Um, okay. Oh Hold on, I'll be right back. One, I, you keep it up. I know we're six to almost eight months now ahead, but work out some kind of deal. Work out some kind of deal and bring us back some crazy class. Just that little split. Oh! oh Reminded oh, me. Oh, oh. Ooh, oh, you can know something out. about that. I got news. I got news. I got news. Girl. Okay. Because 
respectfully, you know, as well turned all my children and got them like did do a time jump for their finale and the beginning of the reboot of all my children. Days Well Live yeah. is the only soap that has continually done it. This is not a dream. This is not a, you know, moment. This is this is actually the first. This is Days does get that cred of being the first soap this to continually the do the storyline. Oh, to yeah. continue yes. Yeah, because you like I said, like come to, look. I I was joking when I said it, like how Gone Light at the end of their show jumped a year. Yeah. And how As the World Turns jumped a year, and when All My Children came back, it was a reboot five years later. But right, you know the thing is that, is that it ended. Two shows ended the next day. We didn't go to the next day in the time jump or whatnot. Days is the first to do that's so. True. So yeah, there you go. Continue. Answer. And cool, yeah. you know I got. Kudos all around, you know, the interesting twists and turns that they've given us. Kudos for keeping under wraps exactly. You know, we did, nobody knew until, you know, Jennifer woke up. We didn't even, most people didn't even suspect when she went into the coma that she was going to be the one to wake up and boom, it's a year later. Um, Kudos to the fact that they worked in the most iconic at this point. You know, you, at one point it might have been those, those old gates with the big white hospital. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But right now, the most iconic piece of daytime, daytime iconery, like sends through the hourglass. Oh, yeah. Oh, kudos. the hourglass. Yeah, kudos and, to, you know, to taking that nod and, and interestingly twisting it. Okay, this is a little bit of soap opera rewriting, but, you know, that's what they do. Um, Kudos, kudos, kudos across the board. Did you like and something I don't else know, that they did, I got too? something to tell you. I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know oh, if you okay. guys heard this, but I was, I was listening to the Day of Days interviews. Mm-hmm. And... That one, one of them, you know, um, from After Buzz. Um, After Buzz was interviewing uh, Missy and Matt, mm-hmm. and they said they took her. Jennifer is a conduit for the time jump because she's experiencing it like everyone else is. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, and 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 to the fact that she is one of the original grandchildren of Tom and Alice. Yeah, and they go back to when Mac and Francis were doing it. When when Francis Reed started on Days of Our Lives, she was fifty two years old. Melissa Reeves. Today is 52 years old. Mm-hmm. That's so another thing, it's too. like she's a parallel to Alice. Well, yeah. They, no. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it, you know, it was either her or Molina um, as far as – and if they put Molina in one more coma, I, I think people right. – you know, I, I think, yeah. So, and you know, it, it was the most logical, the best, the most – um, uh, you know, emotionally invested. I, I wasn't they quite the as torch, happy. Yeah, they absolutely did. I wasn't yeah. quite as 
fanatical about the lead up to it, um, but the fallout from it is is phenomenal. <laughs> like you know, yeah, they took the a story that really looked like yeah, for you, right though, girl, right? Um, they <laughs> you know they took a story that had us kind of mind boggling, like what the mm, what the, uh, uh, who uh, uh, hello. You doing so good. What are you doing now? And then boom, time jump. Oh, hey, yo, and, you know. And there we go. Mhm. David, what's your yep. favorite part about the time jump? What what has your fanny on the edge of the seat? <laughs> right now, it's Eric who is just finding out that Mackenzie is his little girl after one. After a year's time. <clears throat> All right. Candace, how about you? Um, that's easy. <clears throat> Wait a minute. <clears throat> I got all choked up talking about it. <clears throat> Xander, pretty much. Mm. Everything about well, him. I, I am going to piggyback on that. Kudos. Wrong. Days of our lives, Corday and, and anybody else who has listened, who has paid attention, and who has spoon fed us back exactly what we have been asking for. Right. And that is a multi dimensional, multi dimensional yeah. Xander. And on, kudos on top. No, not only that, Xander himself, you know, the character has become, you know, it's not that, that cartoon carbon. Exactly. You know, he's, he's, you know he's not there a cartoon is now anymore. so many shades. Yes, yes. But my like runner, he's matured. He's matured, no, and he's well. He's matured in a way that I, I mean, it's just if any character, and I say this like I feel as though okay, with this whole time jump, you now have material to actually play with because, like you said. He was kind of that, you know, cartoonish character with a nice chest. And I can say that. And um, now you have him. Yeah, now you have him. I mean, before the time jump, he was infatuated with Sarah, who wasn't giving him the time of day, you know. And now he's 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 in his he's 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 playing the role of what he Feels his leading man status. True he is now a lead actor of the show. Yeah. You know. That's my, my round of Good. applause. There you go. I would like to give oh. a runner up nod to, you know, Patch. Patch is back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a of a, a rhyming patch phrase, so just well, patches that's, that's back. That's hashtag. That's going to be a hashtag tomorrow. Patches back. Hashtag. Uh, I'm very interested to see the fallout of that. I will yet again hope that it somehow springs um, an opportunity for Justin and Eve to revisit that chemistry. Um, but I'd like to see. I'd like to see it play out for a little while, though. I really would. You don't. You don't um, like the Justin and Kayla stuff right now. I like it hold that it's hopefully leading up to an end. Um, how's that? 
good soap right there. No, you know why I'm saying that. You know why I'm saying. You know why I want that build up. You know why I want Justin and Kayla. You know why. You don't know why. Somebody to push. No, I don't. Do yeah, somebody yes, I do know why. Balcony in the, on a I know why. Hospital? Okay, here's the thing. All right, let me yeah. just because I because I saw I saw fans when I say you know there's a lot of things that Ron is doing. The one thing that I'm loving about it is getting fans to really just be like, oh my gosh, like losing their minds. Justin and Kayla was bound to happen, and Sammy Brady herself called it a few times. Lord knows, Ron, you paid attention to this. Kayla has been, Oh, my God. Yes, Candice. Yes. Yes. Thank you. One, Kayla, Kayla, Kayla has been left behind by her, her, her sweetness, okay? And the thing is, right. is that technically it's been two years since she's had some loving. Justin just lost his wife, okay? And, you know, grief and all that, you know, and they've been friends for years, so it, it was bound to happen. Here's why I'm saying right. that I've been waiting for this. First and foremost, Wally and Mary Beth has amazing chemistry, and if you don't understand, go on YouTube right now and look up Ned and Catherine from General Hospital. One. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh-huh. Two, the setup of having Justin and Kayla when Patch comes back, if that is really him, is going to give me more – I know this is turning to GH now because, again, <laughs> these three actors have so much chemistry with themselves and I can't yep. wait to see how it's going, how Kayla is going to handle the story. This is going to be Kayla's story, okay? Yes, right. And it yep. is going to be interesting to see, you know, her reaction to Patch, if that's him, and how he, she's going to feel about Justin. Because now this is going to be an emotional storyline. It ain't about a sex. It's about emotion. Go ahead, Ron. This is where the Agnes Nixon is coming through you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think Ron wants to, in a way, purge himself of an earlier mistake, the Lucas yeah. Adrian Justin triangle. There was so I many beats that, that could have been and should have been played there. Um, and now with these three powerhouse personalities, um, I think he he's gonna be able to tell a few stories that he wanted to tell and didn't get the chance to tell through the Lucas, um, you know, through that time period. So I, I, when I say I'm looking forward to to the end, I, I, what I really should have said is I'm looking forward to the dramatic fireworks between who do I love, how do I love, how do I want to be loved, and, you know, as we all know in the soap world, nice guys not only finish last, but, you know, they finish, you know, being pushed off a boat, a cliff, you know, sometimes being shot. Um, so the the idea that Patch um, that Patch might come back and not get his sweetness really, really appeals it. to me. It does. Uh-huh. However, anything that will keep Eve on the canvas also appeals to me. So True just that. saying. And True the thing that. is, I don't think they have. I don't think. Cassie is on on the con on contract there. Well, nobody's Both on contract in, right now. Nobody's um, on contract well, right now, baby. I mean, no, <laughs> during that time, I mean. Well, I know that she's but, that she's still going to be shown throughout the next couple of weeks. 
I know that she left. We'll if see her into right. February. Yeah. We, yeah. We'll see her into February. So, you it's know, early March, on, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully they don't kill her. You know, I mean, how many yeah. times has she left and come back already? So, you know, right. just saying, just saying, just saying. She might be open door. Yeah. Well, well let me ask yeah. y'all a question. Ask me. I know you were crying when you found out about Haley. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I was uh, sobbing. So, 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 uh, does that sound believable? I was, I was sobbing. You, 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 um, oh, wait. Um, all right. I'll try yeah, that one more yeah. time. Take, take three. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Okay, Brady. Wait a minute. Hold on. Anthony, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, Anthony. Wait. Anthony, I know you were upset about Haley's stuff. Haley. Girl, I can't even discuss this. <laughs> okay. here no for you. We, we are Girl. here for you. We are here for you. We're here. We're here for you. We're here. Ooh, can I just you say You got anything more before shock? we go on to the next one? Um, oh, we'll uh, yes. I want to highlight something oh, that was, you know, that was brought up and you know, Adrian did not volunteer, you know, um, um, Judy did not volunteer, but did not mind being the one to go because she is very heavily invested in her other projects and she can always come back as Bonnie. So guys, and you can is. let that one go too. She's okay. She okay. They needed to do some shockers, folks. This is, this is why it's they called did. soap opera. It's, you know, yeah. <laughs> ha- having her be the one, I'm just like, because now this creates angst for Sonny and Will, who, in my opinion, did not get any storyline last year. I mean, they were supporting his other roles. But this brings Sonny and Will kind of back up to the front a little bit. And it also yeah. brings, you know, Sonny and the new boo, who, you know, he acts for drinks. I'm just playing. He's the man with a delicious but fanny. <laughs> but he's also dangerous, so I'm questioning him. Mm, who you work uh-huh. for? And, and then you got Evan? Will, who's Shag. Yeah, Evan. We like to call him Heidi. Well, in Anthony's case, the Manny. So, because that's what he is. He's the Manny, Davis Manny. But I call him Heidi. Yeah. Heidi with the dangerous plan. Mm. And, and then you got can Will. Can I just. Can I just interject? He also comes from the same place where they sent Paul when Paul left. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Chandler wants, by the way, Chandler Massey said that he wouldn't mind having Paul come back. I'm with you, That Oh, my God, that would be Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. Mm, oh, oh, never mind. I just thought of a storyline. But here's the thing. Now you got it real quick. Me too. You got Ben, Clyde, and Will all in jail. First and foremost, Will and Ben in the same jail cell. I need for a flashback to show me how or the first, first and then yes, yes, yes. I need to find out like when if Ben was in there first and they brought Will in. I want to know the reaction to that. If it yeah, was I Will first They're in jail, and right, like I know that it's probably not on their list of flashbacks. But you have Will and Ben in the same jail cell, considering the fact that Ben killed Will. I'm just yes. saying. And our, twice. I'm just, <laughs> twice. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't, to me, I get it, you know, stranger things have happened, and then you got Clyde in there, and, oh, that was another one. Jordan. <gasps> <gasps> Jordan died. Yeah, Jordan. Uh, but I don't think she's dead. 
No, I don't think she's dead either. Neither do I. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Um, all right. And we I do think, we do have yeah. a lot other of shows other about. interesting things to talk you know, shows to talk about. Um, let's jump yeah. over to Los Angeles and uh the interesting things going on, Bold and the Beautiful. Kudos to Take bold. it away, David. Can we yeah. Oh no, go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. Well No, I'm saying kudos to Bold, because because cause right. Bolt is still doing their thing, but they're kind of starting to slap. They're doing but, their thing. But, but, yeah, but Bolt most improved over the year. There, I said it. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, hands down. Hands down. <clears throat> All right, Dave, There's some happening? dirt between Ridge and Brooke. He just walked out on her today. Aw, again. Yeah, he hmm. left her. He didn't like. She was honest with him. Oh. About, um, you know, what Hope did, and he didn't like mm-hmm. it. And that, uh, I'm you know, sorry, the violin saying, is Well, you're saying that he kept a secret, but here you kept a secret. So it was like back and forth with that. But he said, You didn't come forward with me and tell me that before that what she could have, what she almost did. And that's why he's, mm-hmm. he says, "Well, we're done." And it was a tearful goodbye. They and he's moving on. You mm-hmm. left her devastated. Mm-hmm. Agent Doctor Jordan, Agent Doctor Jordan. We all know Brooke can't right. be lonely for too long. Agent Doctor Jordan, <laughs> where's Thinking Sharp at? Where's Wilbur Jones the third at? Where's Carter? What I said that all out, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I, really I, I could go. Yeah. I could go with that storyline too. I sure could. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to <laughs> piggyback on what you said. Absolutely, the most improved soap of the year. Um, you know, when the baby, when the baby storyline had come to its height, and you know, everybody found out, so on and so forth. The the fear was, all right, what next? You know, how are you gonna keep? How are you gonna keep the momentum going? And speculation went in ravenous, ravenous ways, but um, yep. they have really turned this story around, I'd say about three times since the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with no end in sight, and thank you, Bold and the Beautiful, thank you, Bell Dynasty, for understanding the fact that you need to, you need to allow the canvas to open up to more than just one new a news item. It's the city of Los Angeles. More than one thing is happening. Kudos to you for starting to just starting to recognize that and and broad stroke the show a little bit. Yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. And if um Anika Annika and it's Annika right or is it Anika? Anika Noel. I call her Nika. If, if if she is not bombarded up to the nomination list, y'all will see me go soap Twitter, all kind of soap Twitter. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Hashtag Anika year. Hashtag you know yeah. Okay. Candace, go ahead. Right. What you thinking? Um. I totally agree. I mean, Anika, I mean, here's the thing. Look, Bold and Beautiful, <laughs> let me just tell you about Bold. 
Bowling Green for in the last couple of weeks has been giving you Emmy worthy performances. Besides yep. Anika Noel, Matthew Atkinson, I'm sorry, who plays Thomas. Say what you want about Thomas. This is the character you've been Thank craving you. for, Bone the Beautiful fans. You've been waiting for a character like this. I don't Thank care you. what you got to say. Like, oh, he's a forester. He would do stuff like that. Okay, have y'all checked the show out? Erica's done stuff. Ridge is done. That's why this whole Ridge thing is so, like, really? You're going to mm-hmm. get mad at Brooke? Again, if you've been a longtime fan of Bone the Beautiful like we have on the show, you know Dargan will Ridge has kept secrets has done Brooke dirty for years, too, okay? And the thing is, is, like, today when I was watching it, I was like, you know what? The maturity between these two characters, Ridge is like, well, you kept a secret from me. And I felt like saying, and you kept kissing Quinn a secret from her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just certain things that, you know, you had to think about. And Back in the set, day, you, you know, kept a paternity from her. Just, you know, you still got nobody forgot and Ridge is the king of that because it wasn't that many moons ago that he kept Douglas's uh, Douglas from Thomas. So, you know, we're not going to go yeah. there because some people's like, well, you know, Ridge feels guilty about not being a father to Thomas and Stussy. And I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. okay. Brooke, on the other hand, look, I like Brooke and I can understand because, look, just like with Ridge, this is where I come in the middle. Both parents want to protect their child, you know, and parents do not want to believe everything about their child in a negative light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Ridge does have blinders and, you know, like windshield wipers on, sorry, you know, and he, he, Brooke is saying stuff to hope that will, is this Miss High School? But at Baby, the end, you could say it. High School. But well, no, it's not even that because it's like again, it's like if you're a parent, you're going to try to come up with solutions to help your child out. In this right. situation, you're... you know, I, I've heard people saying, "Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, people, Candace. Yeah, yeah." It's like you know, some people are saying, "Well, hope to obsess with." Douglas. And I'm like, well, that's not on her. That's on Thomas. Thomas has implanted the fact that Hope is, 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 is Douglas's mom. Douglas has always said, Hope is my mommy. That was Thomas. The fact that Thomas also played on, a, on an emotional factor of a child who's lost their mother and a woman who's lost their child. That's the psychiatry of this, right? And of course, exactly. hope feels the need. But I'm going to tell you what the missing point of this story is: you have all these people going after Douglas, the people that should be going after Douglas. I'll take Liam Wyatt and Bill for five hundred, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Caroline is Bill's niece. Okay, and that would make Caroline Wyatt and Liam's cousin, who. Name right. the godparents, the godfathers. So Liam and White are the god are Douglas's godparent godfathers, right? All right, check right. this out. I'm still trying to. I'm waiting for the scene where Bill does say, you know, 
we're going to go ahead and we're going to take Douglas because he, he's a part of our family. And at the same time, even though Tom, t- see, this is what I want Bold and Beautiful to do. I need for somebody, Carter, <clears throat> to have the, a legit copy of the will of what uh-huh. Caroline requested yep. for in case something has something happens to give us some insight. Because that's another thing, too, Bold. You need to give us some insight of Thomas and Caroline before Ca- Caroline, quote, unquote, dies. And Hey yeah. Lindsay, and it's already since it's already a couple yeah. of days before Thanksgiving. So where is our Rick Meyer storyline that you teased us? Mm-hmm. When when are coming? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did so say both November of those tweet. things need to be. Yeah, both of those they said things November need to be They sure did. Unless you mm-hmm. want to be there, because you know, Bold and Beautiful is all new tomorrow. Is it Thursday you're gonna be on? Wait a minute. Is it Thursday you're gonna be on? Hold up, I gotta check my book. Talk amongst yourself. Hold on. G H is Thursday. Wait a minute. I and they haven't been Real preempted quick. that much. So go ahead. Okay. So all right. So okay. Bold and Beautiful will be on. Obviously, it was on yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Rerun on Thursday, not on on Friday. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. I had the. I have the whole schedule down. So before the end of the show, we'll go over it real quick. Um, but no, I mean, there's some still some missing pieces that they need to do. Look, Bold and Beautiful, you don't do sweeps. I know that. Anthony knows that. David knows that. Our listeners knows that. So I, I, I'm predicting at the end of this year, bam, we're gonna get. I know you, Bold. Bold, Bold I trust. Come on, Bold. Come on, Bold. I know you ain't gonna let us down. We can, cause look, you know, Lindsay got some years available. Um, and, uh, you know, she could probably do a death spot here and there as a ghost. Some flashback. Yep. Flashback. Mm, flashback or some ghosts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, in the interest of time, as much as we could go on yeah, for another 10 go. minutes at least with, with Bold yeah, and the Beautiful, could. let's hop the red eye and ju- jump right to Genoa City. And, Candace, oh. we know this is your baby, so take it on, girl. Go ahead, honey. Take I missed it, it today. on. I I miscalculated, so you take it. Huh? I really, I really wish I could really be pumped right now, but because Young and Ross is in such a state that, uh, okay, I'm gonna try. So, as many people may have heard, or you know, whatnot, today was Daniel Goddard's last episode as Kane, and boy, was this like one of those huh, moments. So let's backtrack for a minute there. So, as we all know, Drew. Devon gave up his Drew money. Kane. You can't. Sorry. No, you ain't right. So basically, all shades are wrong. You wrong. All something wrong. So as we all know, Devon gave the money up. Um, her the wishes to Catherine to Kane. Um, it's always been a question of what the hell, right? So we come to find out, you know, Chance came back, boom, you know, and you know he was undercover and all that stuff. But he told everybody he doesn't know anything about this Wilson. Like, he doesn't know nothing about an Amanda. He doesn't know anything at all. So, you know, Jill you know, was like, you know, I know somebody who probably is behind us and it's, and it's Colin. So she goes to this island and stuff. And Kane, you know, Kane is like trying to, yeah, Kane is trying to um, defend his innocence. But like Devon said, yo, do you honestly think? that I'm going to believe this because something doesn't add up. So 
um, Chance decides to go to the island. So you got Chance, you got Jill, you got Colin. Welcome back, Tristan Rogers. And mm. Colin is telling this whole story about how we find out that Tucker, played by Stephen Nichols, who should be back for the storyline as well, and um, mm. his lawyer, David Sherman, was caught up in a fraud. We don't know what kind of fraud it was, but they were caught up in a fraud. So then Jill is like, well, you know, tell me about what was going on. So Colin was like, I was trying to protect some people. And he won't name names. So then all of a sudden, Chance and Kane, you know, come to the island and stuff. And Colin is like, well, this was all Kane's idea. Say what now? So Chance is like, Chance and Jill are like, did you honestly? And Kane is like, caught in the, in the headlights, like he's a deer caught in, like, you know, headlights. And he's, because and Colin removed the money from Kane's account into, well, we don't know. So the money is missing. And Kane is like, I did not do this. Like, why are you trying to set me up like this? And next thing you know, Colin, like, rolls out, and that's how Kane left. Literally chasing Colin. We don't know what else happened. There you go, folks. So that's one. I'm going to ask this question because I've asked this so many times. What is your honest, like, I see, Anthony, you know me so well. You know what I'm about to ask. I know. <sighs> Melly Scott Thomas. Where did we go ahead, go- girl. Where, where did we go wrong at with this, this story? Where did um, we, we go wrong? <laughs> there are so many places I've gone. You know this. This is you know this is the winning the club. Blame him for it. This is the hooker with a heart of a gold all over again. It had such potential. You know it, it came out strong, and it just they were trying to tell too much. I, I you know there are so many things wrong with it. Um, sadly to say. You know, there's been some very interesting performances that have come out of this. Um, you know, but there are so many things wrong with this storyline that it's just, mm, girl, girl. But I honestly, I honestly thought you were going somewhere else. But well, I was continue what you want. I mean, you you brought you brought this up real quick. I gotta say this: there were so many things wrong. Like it should never have happened. It should never have mm-hmm. happened um, because. You know, it's funny because Josh Griffin had this had made a comment in an interview, and that same comment was used this week when Colin said he was trying to right a wrong, and I was like, uh-huh. "Really? You really like okay?" And the fact that you don't have Devon in the front of this storyline and more of a uh-huh. supporting. Uh-huh. That is an issue that a lot of fans are having. It's like this is Devon's story because it's his money. How did we make it about? You know, it it, it should be Devon, Kane, Colin, Jill, Tucker, even Nichols. You could have came over, and yeah, you could have Chance in it because Chance and Amanda's names was kept. You know, going back and forth with them. Right. This this storyline, epic fail. Um, I mean, it's great to see Trisha Rogers and Jess Walton, and I say that all the time. I, I love seeing them on, on screen. But mm-hmm. I had a funny feeling they were going to pull this stunt 
of maybe Kane was the one to really do all this because if you come in as a con, I guess that's what they wanted to, for him to leave as a con. Well, I can't okay, so I'm is. just gonna float. I'm gonna float the the theory that I believe that this was all gonna somehow come back to Phyllis and Adam. Um, and then once yeah. they couldn't reach a comfortable place with Daniel, um, and since the storyline really had spiraled so far out there that nobody was paying attention anymore, oh God, they quickly rewrote. They quickly rewrote and and decided to to end it and wrap it up. You know, hook up with a heart of gold. Hook up with a heart of gold. They didn't have to um, do it. That's the thing. They really did not have to. I mean, I know this was Josh, one of Josh's original stories of, you know, when Catherine, you know, and the whole Will situation. And my mm-hmm. thing is, is that they should have just left it as is. Let Devon keep the money and stuff like that. They did not have okay. to do the storyline. I want to say this. Were they to bring back Colin, um, a.k.a. Tristan, on a full-time basis with, you know, with, of course, the incomparable Jill, Jess, you know, then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love it. Or were they to, you know, have snatched up Stephen Nichols as they should have when, you know, when he left, when he was ceremoniously, mm-hmm. you know, um, and put air. on uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I swallowed my own gum. <laughs> We're all focused tonight. <laughs> yeah. Then the storyline made absolute sense. But to, you know, to dangle and drip and so on and so forth, y'all wasted another seven months of our lives that we can't get back. No. Nope. Um, you know, or at least one hour a day, five days a week of seven months of our lives that we cannot get back. Right. Uh, right. What I will say is, you know, I'm glad it gave an opportunity for them to create a character for Nichelle. I am hoping that, you know, now that this storyline is, is, you know, going to be a, a blast and way back into the past, let's hope, um, that they extend her character throughout the canvas because there are so I many other stories. Go ahead, girl. Okay, then. Shaka, okay. come on, girl. So- Okay, Anthony, we've been saying, we have, everybody who's listened to the show or, you know, follows on social media, we said we don't want younger wrestlers to make the same mistake of not having, you know, how they should have had Hillary, you know, mix and mingle up with, like, Kyle, Jack, and all of them. Okay, so I yeah. saw, now, you know, they've been, you know, they've been, like, you know, kind of titillating between Amanda and Nate, right? Okay. Right. I heard, I heard. I heard they're going to have at Amanda and Billy. I heard it. I heard it. And they're going to be in a bar, and they're going to be drinking and spending the night. Oh, no. Ah. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, that's some juicy soap. Oh, they can go real good with that. Oh, girl, let that and, be true. And, let and that be true. Because when I saw it, and it did come from a reliable source, I was like, thank you. Like, if you get one thing right, it's the fact that, look, look, I like Billy and Victoria, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, you know, even with Victor and Nikki, you at least had Victor and such and such and such and such and such and such. Nikki was such and such, such and such and such and such. You need to do that on a soap. It's like you can't constantly be in the same circle all the time. Mm-hmm. When you have a character, break her into the social light. Like, okay. Don't have a relationship. You like, you know, have her mix and mingle. Like, that's the thing about soaps and single people. Mix and mingle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I saw Amanda and Billy, I was like, you know what? 
I could I could go for that. And I gotta I say go this, um, you know, I'm over the triangle in general, but a mm-hmm. Jack Billy Amanda triangle would be very very interesting to watch. I said that you too. would have some offset by play with Phyllis, which the chemistry between yep. those two women, whether they're friends or enemies, is off the charts. Um, yeah, there's just Victoria, so much potential storyline. Oh my Victoria god, would react yeah. to, to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, younger The byproduct of, of that hookup, the byproduct of that hookup could be story for the next year. That could be the umbrella storyline that we've all been waiting for for the young and the restless to to pull themselves out of this mess that they've created. Oh, they're going to need a lot of work. I mean, so, this, is, this is this is just the, like this is like if if they do it right. <clears throat> You would have a mixture of Victoria, Phyllis, um, Nate. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep Nate in Amanda's orbit, and yes, it will mm-hmm. eventually lead to Devon and Elena. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually do. Oh my God! Come on, yeah. Ooh. Oh my God! Oh, I decided about something else about that. Candice, did you get your resume in? Oh, All right. oh, shoot. I, I got to. <laughs> I need references. <laughs> well, because we're running on time this evening, we do have to extend a very healthy, warm, heartfelt congratulations to the incomparable, the incredible Mr. Peter Bergman, who yesterday <laughs> celebrated 30 years as 30 Jack years. Abbott. 30 damn years That's as Jack episode. Abbott. And if anybody. Yeah, that was a very beautiful episode. Beforehand, but. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. Uh, Peter Bergman, what can you say about the man, the myth, the legend? Um, One beautiful uh, episode. You, you've got to give oh. credit where credit is due, and The Young and the Restless does tribute episodes um, better than anybody else. Better than anybody else. Hands down. And they promote it. They promote it like yep. nobody else's business. I mean, he was on the talk, he was on Entertainment Tonight. He was on the CBS.com. He was on CBS. If you have not seen the pictures from CBS Watch magazine, I I think you should. Because he is the Cary Grant of – can I say that? He's the Cary Grant of daytime. You can. Like, he's you just, just did. He's the <laughs> nicest person. I mean, I've never met him. I would love to. Y'all know that's my, like, number one person behind, you know, Jeannie Francis. Um. It's just, right? it's, you know, you saw, I mean, you saw, here's the thing about Young and the Russell, say what you want, but they, they do the flashback. Like, when they uh-huh. had the scene with, any scene with John Abbott, I cried because I was like, Young and the Russell, this is mm-hmm. one of those mistakes that you should have never made. When him and Jeff Walton, and they were like two years apart. I remember that with my yeah. grandmother. And I'm like, Jack and Jill and the, oh, the scandal. Woo! The music, the score, Nikki and Jack, Jack yep. and Jack and Ashley, Jack Jack and Tracy, Jack Jack and Victor, the real super couple of the show, Jack and Victor. Mm-hmm. Uh. And next well, year is Eric Brainer's anniversary. I'm. You know <laughs> that, that. You know. Let's just put it out there right now. They've done tribute episodes. Let's let's do a tribute try episode. Let's do a tribute three days, past, present, future. Seriously, yeah, that would be good. Let, they might yeah, do that with us. Yeah. 
That's they what I'm saying. Do that with yep. Eric. That's what I'm saying. You know, I if mean, anybody. I, just, I mean, ooh, who else they could get? I'm just, oh my God. Candace, David, though, as we move over to Port Charles, I'd like to take a moment yeah. to, to enter detention and say that today's <laughs> detention episode is sponsored by Disney Plus. Kudos to product placement. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. And not only that, wait a minute, hold up. Not only that, but I got to give it up to the GH uh, social media crew. Uh-huh. Because I mm-hmm. saw the meme of y'all doing the Breakfast Club, and I was like, you know what? Y'all made some mistakes in a couple last week, but this was the one time I was like, you got it right. You got it yep. right. I was like, you're paying homage to one of the best freaking 80s movies of all time. And of course, yeah. Disney Plus, which by the way is seventy dollars per year subscription, six ninety nine per month, only on Disney Plus. Oh, because they wanted to see Lady in the Tramp. Mm. Oh my gosh, Frank, we like our product placement. Kudos. <laughs> well, how come? Well, now see Disney Plus that you did it. Can we get a sub channel? Holla, holla, your girl. Right, right. Let's start a hashtag compa- campaign on that. Oh, mm. oh Anthony, I, I already beat you to it. I already beat you to it. That's what I, I'll tell you what I did. I wrote a really nice tweet, and also with some Periscope, and I said to, you know, the likes of, you know, Kim Corday, Steve Penn, and all them, if all, everybody from all the four shows, if you're listening to the show, and I know you are, you guys have a voice, too, and you also know that if there was a new soap channel, it would actually help gain more viewers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ABC is trying to experiment in 2020 with this rating situation. We'll see how that works. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, some people got things out of being preempted, and we understand the real world happens. But also, people are not home during the day. It would be nice if we had a channel to come home to and watch. So Ken, mm-hmm. Steve, Ron, Frank, Nathan, I don't know the lady at ABC, I'm sorry. Uh, the new lady over at CBS and whatnot, Fred, Josh, Tony. Can y'all sign a piece of paper or campaign for us to get a new soap channel? I'm just saying, thank you yeah. in, in advance. Love and, you. And honestly, Disney Plus, you can write the wrong of what SoapNet could have been. And SoapNet was fabulous. I used to love diving back into. But instead of running you know, episode after episode after episode from 20 years ago, have the viewers vote for their outstanding storylines another world, guiding light, as the world turns, of course, all my children well, they would have one to life to well, live. Well, they would have and, to get Procter and, and Gamble. And, and put some block, you know, and put some block, you know, the, the Waterfall, right. the Waterfall Argentina, you know, the Mendora storyline. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the... The serial killing story, like, you know, just end loving all together and start up the city right on the new soap, right on the new soap channel. But yeah, I know, Candace, I knew you were going to pants on that one. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Storylines. They could have three soap channels. In all honesty, you can have a soap channel devoted to all the nighttime shows, you know, the, the not Dynasty, Dallas, you know, Hotel, and, and 90210 and stuff like that. And then you could have a channel of original soap stuff, um, you know, like talk shows and whatnot, and then you can have mm-hmm. a merge of, or you can have classic soap channel and new, 
you know, it. the thing is, is that you brought up basketball terms, and I always say this again. People, please uh, tweet, text, whatever, to Procter & Gamble and let them know you want the release of these of these great classic soaps because that's the only way Absolutely. we'll do it. But, but yeah, I mean, Disney Plus, I mean, SoapNet went away because of Disney Junior. Disney Junior is now part of Disney Plus. You do the math, folks. Yep. Well, now, back to General Hospital and the longest, saddest, and most boring goodbye ever, ever, ever. Bye, Cam. See ya. Bye, Felicia. Um, Bye. So messed up to Tam. That was so shady. I love with Tam. I love Tam. I do. I love Tam. But, you know, her and Billy, my God, the the miss and Uh. under and just flagrant, you know, (laughs) use of those powerhouse actors is staggering. Um, what I do like, the one thing I will point out is that they gave the due to all the beats of, you know, they gave Monica her due, um, even, Ju- even Julian in the back doorway, they gave the beats to all the, to all the points, but my God, they could have yeah. done it in 10 minutes instead of 10 days. It, it felt like she has been saying goodbye since, since August. Um, you know I love the way Anna came back into town, but if you blinked or sneezed, mm. you missed it. Um, <laughs> all I'm going to say is, I don't know who this new Nicholas is. I don't know what they're doing with it, but please fix him real quick because I like him. I really like him. But I don't know who he is. He's clicking. What? Huh? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't like him? I I like you him. You don't like him? Or you okay. like him? I no, I like him. I I like Okay, let me just say this. I like the fact that GH listens to the fans and brought back Nicholas Castadon, who's been missing right. in action in various storylines for years, okay? Let me just address that. There has been certain mm-hmm. times though where I'm like, okay, I understand that this character has already been established. And this is why I always say about recast. Usually with a recast, it takes six months to a year for them to find their footing and whatnot. And it also depends on the writing material. Now, the fact that mm-hmm. he's going after yeah. Valentine, in a sense, reminds me of a one of those uh, movies like Clue. There was a scene where he was coming after Valentine, right? And you know what scene I'm talking about, yep. Anthony? Mm-hmm. Yep. And when he's coming around with the crowbar and whatnot, and this was, like, really on soap Twitter, too, and he couldn't get Valentine, and the way that he just, like, hit his, like banged his head up against the the, the, prank, the the pole, whatever it was, it was like, okay, that's something Nicholas wouldn't do. And I'm like, okay, no. I hope they don't, they don't kind of twist what Nicholas was all about. Like, I understand Nicholas, like, my the whole point of Nicholas' return is payback. He wants to take back his life that was taken away from him. At the same time, I don't want a cartoon situation of, oh, I got no, to come out he's not a villain twisting pretend. his mustache. Yes. Right. I need, I don't yes. need that. I mean, right now you already got, I mean, the first thing of having him be revealed to Ava, thank you. My heart sung. I was like, because oh, I felt proud of that. too. But mm-hmm. you got to keep it going because after this, because I seriously think they're setting up a Valentine murder situation. I don't know if that's just a soap fan in me or if that's just because. 
But no, Regina, Anna, Nicholas, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's definitely the, the whodunit that Shiloh should have been. And we're going to talk right. about that in a second, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just don't want them to ruin the potential of Nicholas. Because once this Valentine thing is, I need for Nicholas to reveal himself to Laura, to Lulu. Yes to Elizabeth, like, let him be more integrated into the cast, and I can't wait and, for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, everybody, real quick, expensive. sidebar note, pay no attention to all those supposed spoilers of the romance between Nick and Liz, the romance between Nick and, um, oh, oh God, right on my tongue, right on my tongue, um, uh, Eden, because oh, obviously she's leaving, um, so, right. you know, that website who keeps putting out these materials, just stop paying it any mind and make it go away. Now, um, I agree with you 110%. I would love to see them also revisit and end the storyline that never that never finished, Nicholas Dark versus Life. Is Cassidine or Spencer, or, or Weber really, is Cassidine or mm-hmm. Weber blood, you know, more potent within this man? Right. Um. Having said all that, I absolutely do think it's going to be a Valentine, a Valentine who done it, and I'm, I thoroughly look forward to it. Now, did anyone not know when she was sitting in there with her, with her beautiful, you know, lawyer, um, who we are so glad he's going to be back on the canvas? Did anyone not know that she was talking about Shiloh, and did anyone not know that that man was not dead? Oh yeah. Shiloh was going to come on now. It's too easy that if Shiloh died, come on now. Come on now, like I know wow. GH is doing a lot, but come on now, he ain't. Did who know? I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna say it one Shiloh. more time. She is now going to be the new mistress of ELQ. Boom, and she's gonna be Nina's mm-hmm. daughter. Boom, rock the Casbah canvas of Port Charles. Ooh. They are giving us too many red herrings for Willow to actually be Nina's daughter. Nina's daughter right. is going to be Nell. Going to be Nell. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Because if you think about his, this is why I said, like, General Hospital in the last couple of weeks under Dan O'Connor, who's the co-head writer, there are storylines that I'm noticing is kind of taking a twist. There's some mm-hmm. things that are coming to an end that I'm like, thank you, God, because I thought it was going to go into next year. But there is some twist. I mean, but before mm-hmm. Dan, yeah, before, right, before Dan came mm-hmm. on, I kind of suspected that, I think we all did, that it was like, okay, it's too easy for us to think that Willow, because it's like, oh, okay, you put something in the scene together. Oh, okay, there, there's, there's that angst. Like, Willow's really Nina's daughter. Now, I do think that originally they were going to do it, but like Anthony said, it's now too predictable. What's not predictable? Nell being Nina's shop. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Think about all the storylines. You know she's coming out of prison, and she's stepping straight into ELQ, straight into the baby mess. And, and um, oh, man, oh, man, the, the potential that's opened up yet again, General Hospital. Oh, God, please, 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 Dan, please do what we think you're going to do. <sighs> okay. I, I pleaded, and, bre- and I'm breathing. <sighs> and last but not least, we're now entering the end days for Michael Corbin. Yeah. Um. 
fell his back. In tears. Um, yeah. Honestly, you know, they're telling the story that we all were waiting for with the incomparable Dina over at the Young and the Restless. And we may still get it, but, um, you know, those scenes are are heartwarming in, in their tragedy and um, heart-pulling, not really heartwarming. They tear. They tear at your heart. And there's a, mm-hmm. there's a, a healthy bit more to come. Um, this, this is going to... Uh, this is going to really be a story to tell. Um, and the incomparable Max Gale, kudos, kudos, kudos. He's playing it beat for beat for beat. Uh, it cannot I know, and he was talking easy. to you, Anthony. I uh, know. I you... <laughs> uh, know. Why don't they recognize that they need me up in that writing room? And on canvas, actually, because I'm I'm pretty. I, I bring some real prettiness to the show, but uh, you know, hey, hashtag, hashtag bring Anthony to Port Charles. <laughs> on that note, I think it's about that time, guys. It is. You did. It is. You, you guys did, did wonderful. Thank you, John. Well, may everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And a beautiful yep. Black Friday. Uh, uh, <laughs> Cyber, Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. A beautifully yep. giving, giving Tuesday. And we will yep. see you all here in two weeks and two days. Yep. Pretty much. What, Candace, you have the date? I, I don't. Um, I mean, I could get a date. You, you want me to bring a date to this? Because I can bring a date. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> On that note, everybody, what, look what for is that Thursday? What is that Thursday? And um, I don't even have a calendar in front of me, but we, but follow uh, us. On good night, media. everyone. We'll let you know the date. Bye, guys. Happy Turkey yep. Day. Happy yeah. Turkey Day. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.